Hey everyone, this is Mukul and this is Swapnil. Welcome to Going Slow Podcast, where we discuss our product journeys and also have casual discussions around life, universe and everything in between. Hello everyone, welcome to episode number 10 of Going Slow Podcast and today we have a surprise guest for you. We have Yatharth and he shares a very good mindset. Uh, I met him in one of our meetups and instantly I was like, okay, this is a very different lifestyle that he's pursuing. So yeah, at Going Slow Podcast, we are also pursuing something similar. So just thought, let's get him on an episode and uh, just get some insights on how, how things are going for him. So, hey Yathath, welcome to our podcast. Hey, hi Swapnil, thanks for having me here. And yeah, I'm really excited. This is the first time I'm on any podcast. So, yeah. Okay, okay. No pressure, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so we can start with like a small intro. So, Yathath, can you please tell us about yourself? And then I guess we can give a small quick intro ourselves too. Yeah, so, uh, okay, my name is Yitha, So and I've been trying indie hacking for a while now, after quitting my job in 2020, I guess, yes, and which was during the pandemic. So, yeah, it has been a really uh, nice journey for me up till now, like no really big success as an indie hacker, but yes, I've been able to learn a lot, I've been reading uh, a lot of books, I've tried new technologies, so on. Like, except React, because I've been, before that, I was working as a front-end developer for almost five years, six, six years, and just writing React most of the time. So it got really boring, and you know, it's, it's, it's much better, far better. So now you're exploring the whole stack? back-end, front-end marketing and all other things? Yes, thought of. And in fact, I'm also exploring the systems because I fell in love with Rust language. So uh, I've been spending a lot of time lately with, with Rust. So that has been really exciting. More than full stack, obviously, I, I, I tried learning it. I'm using full stack, but Rust has been the I think I can say the love of my programming life. Uh, yes. So I'm curious. So I was hearing about Rust a lot on Twitter, and there are a lot of folks who I I admire too, and they are like using, starting to use Rust now. So why exactly? Like, what's like the thing in Rust which people are falling in love with? I think it's mostly because of the hype. Because hype is the thing which which dominates in the, in the tech world because everyone starts talking about one thing and then uh, everyone is moving for that thing. So with for me with Rust, it was the same thing because there was so much of hype. I wanted to know like what's it all about. So I started learning Rust. And then, but the reason is that you have so much control of the whatever you are programming you have a control over the machine and so on it's difficult in the start because i had no idea like uh, what what's going on because rust is first of all it's a difficult language to learn 
but also because we have been using these dynamic super high level languages like like python and, and javascript and so on that we don't really think about what's going on behind the scenes and in rust that you have to control everything like over there so yes it's uh, really uh, tough in the beginning and it actually what i loved about it is that it pushed me to learn like core computer science concepts and started learning computer architecture and so on just to understand how i can write programs in rust in the way that rust wants you to write this feels like super interesting uh, it's always nice to talk to someone who has like a deep passion about something so i want to like go level deeper and maybe like if you can talk about one example of a design or anything that you liked doing with rust which you were not exposed to in in the front end or the full stack world just to get to something more concrete okay what is it that rust allows you to do and which made you eventually fall in love with it oh okay i'll give you an example nice cli dashboard sort of stuff like where there's too much of stats they are running and and you see these things in sci-fi movies or, or something like that so uh, from childhood i used really used to admire all those things when i watched in movies and so on now if you really want to write those sort of cli programs in which have these terminal ui what we call in javascript or something it's not really easy and few things are not at all possible to write in javascript because it doesn't give you that level of control over the machine and you cannot access few things for example things related to the cpu or memory obviously like c++ has some api exposed to javascript because in node.js but not obviously how much uh, control that rust gives you so if 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 you are trying to write that sort of cli programs then rust is the language or you have to pick some other language like c or c++ where there is no memory safety and so the thing is that uh, you can think of it that you don't need to care about memory safety and you can but you have the the same level of control and that is the thing which made me fell in love with rust because the c++ c and all these languages are really scary you mess with one thing and then like it, it comes falling down everything but in rust you just know that uh, compiler is taking care of everything like that as we see in languages like java so you don't need to think much about that but you have all that control yeah so it's a, a low level programming language like c c++ but it's like the next iteration in their process where like c c++ was in 1970s and 80s and now it's like the next version in that yes yes you can totally say that in fact people who are in the community they call it the language uh, of the next 30 years 40 years so for example since 1970 c has been they almost dominating the systems industry and now for the next uh, half century or something you can expect us to do that yeah it, that makes sense yeah that sounds sounds super interesting to me the one question i had was you you mentioned in the start that you quit your job your job in 2020 
and went full time indie hacking so what was the like pivot point in your journey or what was the thought process that got you into indie hacking uh, what made you think like oh i should quit my job and go full on with this uh, idea of bootstrapping or full on into bootstrapping uh okay when i quit my job it was not that i decided that i'll do indie hacking or something that started like almost uh, like 8 10 months after i quit my job so there was no plan and i just wanted to do nothing <laughs> so there's a thing that you okay we always talk about the burnout thing but how to fix that like uh, what i have realized is that you need to uh, find yourself like you need to see uh, where you belong where you can place yourself what are the things that make you happy or something like that. so if you have a burnout and like you go back to the same thing then it's a loop you then again like quit your job something and or uh, take a break and then you again go back to the same thing then again the same burnout or like that and it usually happens because if you see our industry works in a way at least uh, i see it that way that you are uh, rewarded for doing the same thing every day that's the model how i see obviously few companies are there who are doing good job they give you all that freedom but more or less what you are doing is you you need to hit daily daily targets or weekly targets whatever it is or your sprints and you're doing that one after one it leads to burnout and even if you quit your job and if you join some other company it's it's the same thing because all the companies are uh, running sprints one after another so i didn't know what i want to do so i just wanted i actually uh, saw that i i can't do this so i need to move but i'll see what i can do what makes me happy and see like yeah it <laughs> it's a bit relatable because uh, i think it's like deeply ingrained in our thought process or we have been kind of brainwashed for this like for example when you are like a small child you go to school so school is like 9 to 5 so you are from the childhood you have been in that thought process of going from 9 to 5 monday to friday and then after that you go to college you have that similar kind of schedule and then you move on to the same uh, job theme where you have similar kind of thing like 9 to 5 like you go you, so it's like deeply ingrained in our brain i feel that uh, we have to go we have to follow that same schedule and once someone doesn't follow that schedule it becomes scary something like that so yeah i mean then the sprints 9 to 5 i guess it's like deeply ingrained in our brain somehow and it's like a new norm nowadays so after like quitting your so did you explore many options or did you decided to go through this process of bootstrapping so after quitting actually i just spent a lot of time reading because i started reading like after like 10 years or so like i didn't read in that direction i was just writing code or something like i don't know i was doing these things 
So I just wanted to read for a while, just to explore things. And I watched stuff. I was listening to podcasts and doing all these things, which help me open uh, my brains, like which help you understand more, get more context and things like that. So I was doing that and I saw like there are a bunch of people who are um, indie hacking, basically building these small products uh, by themselves and they are selling it and so on. So I just thought like uh, maybe I can do this thing. The, but the reason that I haven't uh, been able to do that uh, very well is like I, I failed a, a lot many times last year. And that is the reason was I was thinking last month uh, that the reason was that I was imitating. So I shouldn't have done that. I saw that there are a few models in indie hacking that that are that works for people that have worked for many people. For example, there is this analytics app that people are running, uh, are building and they are selling. And I've seen like four or five apps like that. And the founders are like a good many founders are doing that and they are earning well. So, and similarly, there are many other uh, products like their products uh, built on Notion or Slack or so on. And they are very much similar and people are building that they are, they are doing good. So I tried to do the same thing and the problem was that I got bored. Either I got bored or it just wasn't me. So yeah, I always left the project in between or something like that happened. I'm a fan of Michio Kaku, uh, the physicist, and he always says that if it's not fun, then it's not worth doing. So uh, what I realized was that whatever I was doing, I was imitating and that's the reason it was not fun for me uh, and that's why the things didn't work so what i have decided for this year is is that i have no targets but i'll try to be more original i'll try to put myself uh, out build things that uh, resonate with my personality or build things or problems that I have actually faced and not try to use these models, successful models, which are there in the market. I'm just sitting here and like soaking it in. Like Even though I know your journey, it's just, I don't know, overwhelming to see the clarity. Like it, it shows that the months spent after leaving a job, it like the soul searching went uh really successful like you have a lot of clarity in terms of what to do what to not do which is something most people don't have and we, we don't even hear on on social media or or in a friend circle as well like do, do you have people friends or others like who are also on a similar journey how do you find those people oh no i don't have any uh like 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 close friends but yeah like i sort of know people who are doing things in their own way for example i really like siddharth well he's so the thing about him that i really like is that he is building products 
or he's working on projects that which he likes. He didn't run after any successful model. He just built things which resonates with his personality or what he's best at. Like, and that's the reason that his uh, that tailwind project which he was he's building is so successful. Uh, or in fact, any other projects that he has built. Yeah. So that's the thing I'm talking about. Be being yourself is really hard. Maybe because maybe it takes time. And you always think that you don't have time. You you are running short of time. You have you have to run fast just because uh, maybe there are not enough funds. Maybe you are, you are not having enough time, or, and you all have you have all these constraints. But if you just have a little patience, and you give yourself some time, give yourself some freedom to be you or explore things and find yourself eventually. I think then it will work. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can obviously relate to that, to be honest, because so I was in like similar phase in 2020. I was trying to bootstrap something like uh, I was doing part time. So after my nine to five job, I, I was trying to build project, hoping it would generate some revenue. And then if it generates some revenue, then I'll quit. That was my plan. So I saw one documentary, so do, not documentary, a YouTube video on someone who has built a, a GitHub app called Pulpanda. So he built a GitHub app, Pulpanda. He bootstrapped it from zero to $6,000 MRR in like five, six months. And then it got acquired by GitHub. He was acquired by GitHub and he is now working as a product manager at GitHub. And I was like, whoa, this is something which is amazing, like getting acquired. And then because if you're getting acquired there, then you are obviously working at a very good position and you have more control over things. So that was something I was like very inclined to. And then I thought, oh, this is something which he has created a GitHub app. Then maybe if I create one GitHub app, then it will work too. And it didn't work. <laughs> so I created a GitHub, released it, published it, wait, like iterated on it and all those things, but it didn't work. So yeah, I mean, I did the same mistake of following like the model, I would say, because I was, uh, I was hooked by that story i would say the similar in your case i guess the analytics one i guess uh, fathom analytics plausible analytics so this story i was very hooked and then i thought like maybe there's something in it for me too so i replicated it but it kind of didn't work so i guess like after next few iteration few things start started clicking for me but yeah initially i was trying to replicate the model which i guess didn't don't work in many cases but i, I guess as you mentioned then you try to find something which works for you because it's us who is going to work on it long term if we are not happy then the <laughs> product is not going to be at the stage where we wanted to be actually i was i was reading this about udemy so founder this guy gagan biani so he actually was advised by that because he was confused like what to do next in career and so on and uh, Naval suggested him to take a break and take at least one whole year one entire year is a lot of time but like he says and he was surprised that like one entire year is like a lot of time and he said like no okay take that time and uh, you'll figure out just figure out and the result was Udemy, like after one year. 
so the thing is that we actually twitter influences you uh, twitter is when you see people uh, are having these quick successes like they they people are reaching like 3000 mrr or like uh, 6000 mrr 2000 mrr whatever in like just a matter of months and then they tweet that okay i set this goal for myself that within 6 months or within within a year i have to reach this much mrr and then i reached it just because i was working day and night i was i was continuously building uh, if i fail i was building again and so on. so these things influence you uh, directly or indirectly when you see these tweets and so on then you want to do the same thing and you see that if this guy has done this thing in this way then probably this is the right way to do it and you try to do that but sometimes taking taking a break is all you need i think just just take a break yeah twitter so. is broken for sure it is about the algorithm right if someone posts their failure or any shortcoming it won't get likes or uh, comments or whatever so it doesn't get bubbled up whereas, whereas whoever publishes their success thing everyone is looking for hope in some sense so they will cheer them on and those are the things that eventually get bubbled up and uh, then you see the survivorship bias uh, you don't know how many started the journey but you just see that okay these are um, the models that are working but yeah there's a lot of context missing yep. so i'm super curious to know now what's the definition of like freedom for you so as, as far as i know like you want do want to work something which you are passionate about you um, uh, i mean that's why you quit your job but like what would be the ideal definition of freedom for you how how do you imagine your lifestyle to be in that scenario okay as far as okay freedom is concerned i think if i can decide that if i want to work or not and if i want to work then I, what do i want to work on uh, that, that that's the freedom i don't want to keep running just to hit any targets or something i hate that i i can do that that's the reason i decided not to get back to job any soon any time soon because i cannot do that and this is how uh, uh, companies work and i don't want to do that to myself and uh, that to the company the one that has me because uh, if any everyone else is uh, happy hitting the targets and i'm not just doesn't work that way so what i want is that i should have all that freedom to decide when i work what i work on well so you, you don't want the constraint of like a fixed schedule and basically that's what companies uh pay for right they pay for some predictability and yeah. then what you're looking for is something which allows you to work flexibly and uh, then the outcome of that would also be tied to this only right it also i think it depends on it's just a matter of finding something that you really love working on so let's say i've i've been writing like uh, Uh, JavaScript for six, 
seven years like professionally like but it was never that i was like i'm super super excited like that this is all i want to many times i was just doing it from money like let's admit it <laughs> because i need to pay my bills just because uh, i can buy some stuff that makes me happy or so on but as far as work is concerned like if you see that like if you talk about jason freed or some like these people like they they founded this company base camp and they and they never look back just because they are so happy working on it and, and now they have hey and they can they are super excited about their products they are happy working on it similarly if you uh, see other people who have founded companies they are able to work on that for decades just because they are they found the thing like i didn't find any any of that sort i wasn't happy working on the product sometimes it's frustrating to in a in a schedule based thing just because you don't like the thing you don't like the product that the company makes so you are not happy doing it and the blame goes on sprints and so on <laughs> Uh, like that is also one thing so i think i just need to find what i really love working on like for the next let's say i the thing that i can work on for next 20 years without uh, without getting tired or without uh, getting bored or anything like that big goal 20 years is something that like i i don't even have in my dictionary now <laughs> i'm now i'll be just happy to find something okay okay this is something i can work on the next 5 years 20 years is something like which is like out of my dictionary but as of now i'm just happy having like a one year plan to your plan and then figuring it out as you go and yeah i i totally resonate with your point on the constraint of a schedule i i remember this line from somewhere which said that you know doing something even doing something you love on a schedule you can't control can feel similar to doing something you hate so that that constraint really puts you off i want to touch on some things that that i saw you doing in the non tech space you you're doing some comics on on browsers and i also saw you playing uh piano for like hours every day so how was that experience like i mean uh, yes i was doing comic for a while for a very short while but it was fun but that was just like that because that was the time when i i quit my job and i i didn't know what to do because i was suffering from this rsi so i i wasn't able to type so i thought uh, i just picked up uh, sketching and so on so i started building making comics and then that's the thing my piano is my second love rather i'll say piano is my first love and then writing code is my second so piano piano is uh, i'm the which i'm very serious about which makes me happy which like the thing that you know like takes away all your Uh, worries and so on like whatever you make call like it's that thing so yes i've been studying uh, classical piano for a while so when i was in bangalore i was studying with a freshman classical uh, piano so i was taking 
classes with her and then when I moved to Jodhpur so yeah it's on pause right now but I, I do practice on my own and like do you ever uh, think about um, investing more time into it I'm just trying to understand because I've seen it happening to myself as well when when I quit my I also went into music production and then did a bit of writing but then as soon as I started thinking of monetizing it it, it stopped being fun so I just want to hear your thoughts on have you thought about monetizing that or spending more time there or do you do you feel that it should be like independent of everything I think it should be independent I think monetizing something this idea comes it automatically the fun goes away from the thing that's the reason you 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 get these burnouts right like otherwise uh, uh, writing code in itself is not stressful but uh, when you have to do that for on schedule just because you're getting paid for it i think then it becomes uh, frustrating or something like that yes so with piano i don't want to do that i think it's let's keep it away from other things and just like i just want to enjoy that so i remember like i was reading one of the one of dhs blogs he mentioned in that that he still enjoys coding after 20 25 years he started he built the rails and is i think is in the industry for more than 20 years and he said that he still enjoys coding and he then said that the secret to that is he just doesn't overdo that like for example he will try to do coding like three or four hours a day or every alternate day or something like that and he will not be like i'll just code like more than five years six years six hours seven hours eight hours so it keeps his interest because he is doing everything in limits so for example if you're eating like a chocolate if you eat every week you preserve the specialness of the chocolate but if you eat it every day you lose the uniqueness and specialness of it so i I like his point of basically keeping that uniqueness and speciality over time and also i guess with respect to schedule that's what i feel because we have been doing it for one year now so we quit our jobs went full-time on our products and we are just two people working full-time on it with respect to schedule so when i was about to quit i was like i don't want any schedule i i just want to follow my timings and stuff but after a while we realized that we need certain kind of like loosely bounded schedule so for example we we then started saying that hey if we want to do it let's do it in this time frame otherwise we'll not do it at all so that otherwise just to put that accountability in because otherwise for us it then things used to get delayed we use we didn't used to release on time so some kind of accountability and constraint on our terms i think definitely helps like it's i mean previously i used to think it's bad but currently i don't think it's entirely bad if that makes sense constraint brings in the accountability and all those things yeah but in job i i i hated that <laughs> so uh, there are very few people i know that that because uh, so when I was in my old job, it was perfect because salary was perfect, timing was perfect, but still I wasn't happy. 
and whenever someone used to ask me why are you not happy with your job i used to say i just don't want to do this <laughs> and it was very difficult to explain to them so hearing you say these things i realize oh uh, i can totally relate to what you're saying because uh, i was feeling somewhat similar that hey i know like this is the thing and this is the this is how companies work but i don't want to be in this i don't want to do this so yeah i mean it's a uh, very great to meet someone who is like <laughs> who, who thinks somewhat similar about the whole process <laughs> so i think it's about having control of that constraint in a job you don't control the constraint your manager does but right now since you are defining that constraint yourself that is a bit more freeing in, in some sense yeah so i was watching uh, an interview of uh, brand kanegar so he was telling about this uh, story about bell labs and he told that uh, like in bell labs how they used to work was there was no deadlines there was no uh, to do list there was no target like nothing to uh, catch or something like so the business side of the company was independent of employees and their work and the result was that employees were given full freedom just because the company thought that that's how you can innovate that's how you can be most creative that you don't have to hit the targets you don't have to worry about meeting all those deadlines so the company gave you full freedom and they didn't tell you what to do this month or even next month or anything like that and and you can see the result like it's it, it's been one of the most innovative uh, companies in the history of tech or like whatever you you can say and he was asked that how you then on what basis there were increments or job promotions or how how did that does that work so he told that how it used to work was that you by yourself assess your performance and then you write down a piece of paper that i think this is how how much i worked how how hard i worked and so on and then you propose next cta or whatever for yourself for the next year like your increment and it used to be given to the hr and it was sanctioned like like no questions asked like just like that so there was total freedom for the employees and that's he he said that there was no other company who was able to do that and that's the reason that he went into academia after leaving because that freedom is so essential for uh, what's so essential to him so it's so yeah I, I, like i have seen few examples of like that kind of freedom but i guess it hap- from a business point of view it can happen in an extremely extremely profitable business or extremely extremely funded business the startups who are burning money it's a loop it's like everyone's hands are tied in that scenarios and uh, because i have seen that case first and because in uh, investors or whatever the expectations are that will put in the pressure on the founder and then founder will put the pressure on the next in line and in that case like even though 
inherently these people are very good and they don't want people to overwork and they don't want people to like they don't want to pay less less and everything but it's just like they don't have anything like the, the, the cash they, they don't have cash flow so in many scenarios like this is like a counter argument like why many people are not doing it that the same so people who are doing like some similar kind of scenario like for example convert kit is convert kit gives like revenue share to their employees like they have certain kind of pool like for example 10 percent of their arr is split between all the employees depending on certain kind of parameters like how how many years they have been working there and all those things they have been able to do that because they are extremely extremely profitable but and i have seen few, few more company like circuit app uh, which does the same thing they are they are doing something like for example whatever is whatever is the net arr increase so if in 2020 we are in earning this much in 2021 we are earning more than this whatever the net arr difference will sp the percentage of that will split it between employees but yeah i mean in case of like i guess extremely profitable companies is definitely possible but in case of companies who are like burning cash it gets really stressful that's why it's not prevalent right now because many companies are right now burning cash so yeah i mean it's just a counter argument like why exactly it's not happening more i would say why it's happening why it's rare the whole like the promotion scenario and whole profit profit splitting and all these things this convert kit thing was is new for me i didn't know like they were splitting profits so it's like for example they have a pool so it's i, I don't think they're splitting like the whole profit but for example if they're earning like 100 the arr then there is a pool like 10 percent or 20 percent of it is like a pool which will be split over all the employees so it's like a cool thing like many things are getting like huge bonuses and all those things he has written a very well written blog nathan the founder of convertkit how they are doing like the how they are splitting that amount into all of its employees because these bootstrap companies they don't have a goal of getting acquired they don't have a goal of going public and they don't have a goal of raising funds so even if you give equity to a company even if you give equity in such companies there is no point because what will people do with equity because they are not getting sold they are not going public so in such cases the profit splitting works that's why i guess mailchimp they might be doing profit splitting i don't know most probably and that's why it was like a huge thing when they sold and no uh, employee had any equity because it made sense because they were bootstrapped and they were not like they were not giving any equity to employees they were giving higher salaries and higher profit terms and something like that i mean so one question we have is like what is the one thing you're you happy like with cool? rapid fire thing for this ah sure 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 cool cool you, you wanna... <laughs> uh, we have like a few questions and we'll go into rapid fire more go go Mukul. <laughs> Yeah. So, what's the one thing you're happy with currently? Books. What's the one thing you're not happy with currently? I don't know. I'm happy with everything right now. Oh, that's like the best answer. <laughs> Content with everything. Okay. So, top two book recommendations. Okay. So, one is Thinking Like a Rocket Scientist. 
I read it a little ago, some time back. Like it's it's really nice. It's it's one is that the second is stumbling upon happiness. Uh, stumbling so, upon happiness and thinking like a rocket scientist. Yep. Yes. Also want to quickly yeah. touch on you mentioned RSI in in a convo before. You want to quickly tell our listeners what it is and how can they prevent it? Any tips around that? Yeah, so RSI is basically a repeated stress injury and it happens mostly in your fingers when and because of prolonged hours of stress to your fingers as you type. So when you're typing continuously for hours and hours, it, it just happens. And then the bad thing is that it has no cure. So basically it's it won't ever heal completely. It's always there. So better to avoid it and see that it doesn't happen and so for that you can take breaks in between like instead of typing continuously for four hours split it into like one hour two hour and so on like take half an hour 20 minutes break something like that and keep us like that what do we call that stress ball that which you can press something yeah, yeah, I think it's called mm-hmm. stressful. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yes, so always keep this with you and keep doing it with like both hands. So, yeah. Did it happen because you were like typing and playing piano for a long while, or is it like hereditary, or did you have some injury there, which basically? No, it, it happened because typing, particularly. Typing oh. on uh, <laughs> I heard of back pain a lot, but this is new for me. <laughs> like uh, many people who are, who are like software engineers, they have like back pain problem, but like the type, the typing problem, I have heard for the first time. And I know three people who suffered uh, the same thing in the past two years. Uh, oh, okay. After me, so yes, it's happening a lot. It's in like at increasing rate so it's better that people take care of themselves regarding this like so. yeah totally makes sense just adding on to that i i i don't know people with this i know people who have back pain i remember one colleague of mine he bought like a tool something which he, he used to attach on his back and that sort of sent a small current whenever he you know just, used to oh. slouch yeah, yeah that was like he was like okay his back was really in a bad shape and he had to get a tool for that. I was like, okay, this is something we need to avoid. All right. Okay. This is not rapid fire anymore. Now we are going into <laughs> longer answers again, which is all right. So yeah, next thing I want to touch upon is I read in one of your tweets and I think we talked in the previous meetup as well, that you have a very low uh, monthly expense. So what, what are your thoughts living be, um, below your means? Is this like conscious choice is this sustainable how do you think about it? it's natural for me i think i don't have too many expenses like since 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 forever i think so i think that's the reason that i've been able to uh, have a good amount of savings that i've been without a job for a while now and that i'm, I'm like i still have i'm running on my savings because yeah earlier i used to go to uh, cafes that was the only expense extra expense but now because it's since pandemic like i don't have even that that cafe expense so i'm sitting at home with the coffee and that's it like so 
then I don't buy clothes and all I'm not not a fan of that so yeah I don't buy anything except books so books is the only expense that I have as of today yeah I want to just picture that we have a reading community called Readme and we we are doing a readathon today on the little prince we are having a discussion on the courage to be disliked tomorrow and I think you like it you should join it I DM you so like in the tweet that I saw about your wardrobe you mentioned you have like four white tees and two jeans is that still the case or have you expanded it no 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 that till the case that's that's it that's all I have. also i'm wearing a, a blue t-shirt right now and that's because my mom got it for me and she was so fed up that i'm fed up of you wearing only white 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 i can't see it white anymore so i'm i got these color t-shirts for you please wear them i'm super curious and i just saw that tweet and it it mentions that you have two online subscriptions so what are those like two subscriptions that made you select those like <laughs> like with the uh, out of one this budget and uh, one is youtube uh, youtube uh, i agree <laughs> because i don't like ads and spotify also because i don't like ads <laughs> <laughs> okay my uh, 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 one of my bet on those two was netflix but it was not right spot when you did makes sense <laughs> do, you, do you not have any I, my sister has so i use that the thing is for example i have a, a prime subscription but i don't count it as as subscription because it's, it's like one time yearly annual payment so yeah yeah so i would say like one last question i have is like for example if you have a time machine and went back in time and see your younger self for like 30 seconds what advice will you give what would i say yeah your, yourself at 23 you just have 30 seconds so in that case what will you say i think i would say quit your job as soon as possible and try to do things that really matter a lot I like don't because i think at that age i was uh, i was stuck in this i was really happy that i'm earning for the first time and i was in that that like wow i now have money and then <laughs> that was the thing that kept me in doing the same thing not improving at all for few years so i would just say that quit the job and do what really matters learn things and do yeah. i'm just going to add a disclaimer here so that people don't take it at face value and quit their jobs and tag us <laughs> next day okay, okay what do we do now i just want to add that that this is not for everyone this is a very privileged take wherein you know you're able to quit your job and not think about your finances the next day so yeah just just take that with a pinch of salt make sure you have savings of at least one year before you're even thinking of quitting a job and don't 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 do don't make any this this uh, rash okay I, w- i would like to add one thing over here so what i when i was thinking like why i failed on this indie journey couple of times last year i also thought that i've developed this sort of hate for jobs which is not good which is which is not at all good because so many people do that and so people happy doing it so me developing this this uh, i don't know this thinking that 
job is a bad thing or something like that it's 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 not good so the reason i thought like i came up with that why you can why you should do job work with a job or uh, keep doing it is only when it's aligned with your uh, goals for example if someone is uh, loves to grow as a as a programmer and your job is helping you do that then absolutely keep it work with it like for years and years it doesn't matter but if it's not helping you grow that that's the thing then just money is not going to take you anywhere yeah uh, it's so relatable <laughs> because because i had same kind of feelings about job like i don't want to do job but i'm not like totally against anyone who is doing that and something but they have been super super relatable they yeah, yeah. Uh, now i now just want to like open the floor to you your thoughts on like is there uh, something else that you want to talk about uh, or dive deeper on like we, we are done with our questions <laughs> <laughs> oh okay uh, not really anything that i think one thing that has been bothering me is so specialist i mean like is it because of the tech industry or is it just like what society has made us this is one thing like that i love to talk to everyone these days that try to engage yourself in more and more i mean like try to learn things from different areas and different domains maybe because that helps you a lot and moreover builds a better person and you like makes you a better person and we let's talk about it develops empathy in you it makes you a nicer person it makes you, if you want to be an entrepreneur it makes you a better entrepreneur or something like that if that's your goal and it helps you in all ways but the thing is that we don't see that much happening so if we see the tech industry like all people are talking about the frameworks and this and that everything and nobody wants to talk about society nobody wants to talk about and this was me uh, some time ago so i now know that it's not cool <laughs> it's for living in a society you need to know about society like people usually say that makes me unproductive or something but i think uh, you should see what's going on like around you learn about things try to engage yourself in different thing activities something like do that so it's going to help you so yeah definitely like the perspective shift will happen to those who will try like like for example if someone is in tech and someone tries to do like an intern or something like that in a different domain altogether or not just like tech tech like uh, anything outside of tech he'll do like in his free time i think that increases the perspective shift and like the mindset shift oh like this is how things work this is how should be and this is how 
I mean, instead of like discarding everything else, everyone should experience like what exactly goes on in every other point, in specifically with respect to any domain possible. Yeah, I mean, totally agree with that. So, Abner. Yeah, I think the thing that we started with that why people get attracted by the specialist role so much is just about the incentives, just about. Like how capitalism works, it incentivizes you to go deeper because that's where the most high-paying jobs. And it, it's it's about both high-paying and the quantity. So even though in a journalist role as well, you you will have high-paying positions, but this the sheer number would be like orders of magnitude lesser than what you have as a specialist. So. it's like a safer path to pursue in terms of securing your career because this is how you start right after college the first thing is not it's not about the other things like you said how society works and all that that that's not on your mind in the first place it's just about okay how do we make money that is how you start and once in the tech industry is also skewed in the sense that it's a very hyping industry so once you get in there's no incentive for you to look outside that industry if you even intern in a different industry that might be a good perspective opening thing but the money you will make there even after few years that is just skewed and it will just make you want to come back to tech again because it's it's easier Uh, yeah. especially if you have put in the time and work already so it's also sunk cost in some sense yeah understandable i'm not sure but do you want to add like your like promote some uh, project you're working on so that like we can add a link in the episode or in the twitter thread or something like that no no, no project that I'm, i'm just uh, as of now i'm spending a significant time uh, learning okay computer architecture system and uh, data structure and algorithm so learning these uh, three three subjects properly like properly like taking these uh, recorded lessons put on youtube by mit and stony brook university and i referring to textbooks and then i'm like because i didn't study computer science like formally so i'm trying to do that because i have seen like how uh, greatly it has been helpful in thinking about my programs since i started learning rust so if in tech if i can say something uh, like one advice i can i would like to give is that study the core of computer science just don't write javascript keep writing javascript like study just because it helps you understand what's going on because now i see strings as bits after studying all this architecture you know because otherwise strings are just like uh, things in between of two inverted commas quotes like but now you can actually see like what's going on and that it's really really helpful in terms of uh, writing efficient programs solving other problems and so on so yes go study computer science if you haven't already it helps it helps yeah i i mean a deep dive 
uh, on all the things basically that, yes uh, basically deep dive yeah that's it that sounds amazing yep all right folks so this was our first guest episode with yatharth and let us know what you liked about it tag yatharth yatharth goes by the handle the broken finger so tag us let us know what you liked and what you would love to know more of maybe you can have yatharth in a future episode because i i love this discussion especially because there, there are not a lot of people who whom i can talk with about these topics so this was super fun for me and uh, yeah that's all that was a lot of fun for me too. yes and see you tata bye bye see you next time until then stay curious and don't forget to have fun <laughs>